Today we're talking about a whole new way to approach your business. And that is through understanding your body by syncing your cycle with your business. And my friend, you are going to love this episode with Melissa Rodriguez. So get ready to learn how you can start understanding your body and listening to your body more so that you can be more productive and have more ease and flow in your life. So much of it is worthiness and worthiness around what work justifies certain results. And we've been told by society and by so much of the personal development world as well and personal finance, we're told to be perfectly consistent in that have a perfect morning routine and have certain actions, just decide the actions that you need to take on a daily basis and repeat day in and day out until you get results. It's a very masculine approach. And for most women, it doesn't work. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. Hey there, welcome to The Courage Cast. My name is Andrea Crisp and I am your host. And friend, do I ever have a treat for you today. We are going to be chatting with Melissa Rodriguez, who is a cycle syncing business coach, which we're going to get into and you are going to love her. Honestly, this has been one of the most pivotal things that I have done for myself in the past few months, which is taking a look at how my body is working, how it is designed, and how I can move in ease and flow in my life and business when I am taking a look at my menstrual cycle. That is not anything I thought I would ever talk about here on the Courage Cast, but here we are. And you know what? I've realized that our bodies are so beautiful and created so intricately. And really, we are working on a cycle um, that is different than men or those that don't, don't have a cycle. And so we have to learn how to work with our bodies and you know, really lean into those energies that fuel us, whether they be masculine or feminine, or even just leaning into our own divine essence, which is something I am also learning about. So you're going to love Melissa Rodriguez. You're going to love all of the things that she has to teach us today about cycle syncing, about how you can do that with your business and when are the best times for you to be planning and launching things in your life and your business. And this is what I'm working on right now in my own life and taking notes every single day about how I feel and how creative I am and all the things. So you're going to love this. So excited for you to meet Melissa Rodriguez. Melissa, thank you for joining me on the Courage Cast today. I'm super thrilled actually to have you back. Not only were you a guest already, but I lost the episode and you so graciously uh, are back (laughs) joining me from Spain to chat with me again. And so thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I am, I'm sure the universe had its reasons, (laughs) although I can imagine it was still very frustrating. And part, I'm very happy to be here talking to you again. 
So you're a cycle syncing business coach. And I have had a lot of conversations since our last one with other people who have been really, you know, interested in, you know, how our cycle you know, works with our bodies and how um, it works with our businesses and and just all the things, especially even as we age and how things are shifting and changing. And so even since our last conversation, I have even been thinking about it more and more and more. But someone listening to this right now may be like, well, what is that? Like, what exactly is that? Like how? (laughs) So why don't you just go ahead and tell us a little bit about who you are and how you serve people in your business? Okay, amazing. I would love to. So my name is Melissa Rodriguez, and I, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I started a few different companies in my life, and currently I run a few different companies. One of them is a company in the real estate service industry in the UK. One of them is a digital marketing agency. And the other is, as I said, cycle syncing business coaching for female entrepreneurs who want to incorporate their cycle into their business and their lifestyle. So they can run their business with more flow, with more ease, have more productivity, and basically do things at an optimized time. As women, we know because we've done it that we can do things, we can do anything, right? We're superheroes and we can do anything at any time of the month. But there's so much power in knowing which times are good for which things and using that, leveraging that for your business. Now, I'm very curious, like, how did you get into this? Like, what was the catalyst for you even to become interested in in your cycle and how it, it works with your business and in yourself? Sure. Okay. So I think on my path as an entrepreneur, I definitely had an, a lack of feminine energy in my life. I'm also, I come from an immigrant family. I was born in Venezuela, but I grew up in the UK. My my mom was also an immigrant. She uh, Her family moved to Venezuela from Spain right after the Spanish Civil War. And if you, if you know any immigrants, you'll know that there's a certain kind of hustle culture because, you know, when you move to a different country, a different culture, there seems to be like this, this culture, and it's often true, that you have to work harder than everyone else to get anywhere in life, okay? So that was kind of very much ingrained in my family. That was very much ingrained in the way I grew up, and I, I felt that it was something that was much more prized in my family than feminine energy. And we all have masculine and feminine energies and, and they work best when they're in balance. Right. And I, I believe I, because of a myriad of different reasons, I, I grew up in a household with a lot of love. I felt very loved. I don't want to, this to sound like, Oh, I wasn't raised right or anything like that. There was definitely a lot of love in my household, but I definitely felt that there was, I somehow ended up with a lot of excess masculine energy and not enough feminine energy in my life, and that was kind of leading me to burnout, to not feeling satisfied, I find it very hard to be creative. And it was actually about four or five years ago that my finances, my personal finances were in a mess. Okay. And I ended up working with finance coach, but she wasn't just any finance coach. She was a feminine finance coach. And she taught me many things about bringing pleasure and bringing feminine energy into how you handle your finances. And one of the many strategies and tools that she introduced to me was, and it wasn't something that she specialized in or anything, but she kind of said, you might want to look into working with your cycle as well, or maybe even just taking off the days that you're on your period. Those cycles thinking is so much more than that. And it was her suggestion that got me reading, got me investigating, 
and yeah, I, after experiencing the positive results that that brought to my life and to my business, then I wanted to, to help other women with this too. You know, I find that fascinating because, you know, when you're thinking about finances, like my first natural inclination is not to think about my cycle, you know, but when we think about our, you know, our business in and our finances, you know, like I have never really thought about that. I love that you bring up money because I don't think about money when I think about my cycle, but it makes total sense that it would have something to do with, you know, our finances, how we feel about money, how we feel about entrepreneurship, how, you know, we are kind of living in that space. And, and so how did it, how did it shift your own view of money? And also how you were incorporating that in your life, like when you were talking to her, like, you know, implementing these strategies, you know, with your finances and then through your business as well. Sure. So I think the the key there is remembering, Andrea, that we are emotional beings. Okay. And although we tend to approach our businesses and our money with this society tells us that we should approach it with this hyper rational, just make more money than you spend just look at the numbers kind of approach. And obviously that's important, but we must remember that we're, we're emotional beings. And generally when we have money issues, or at least it was a case for me, uh, it wasn't a case of not knowing how to handle a spreadsheet. It was more of a case of, I had limiting money beliefs that were probably related to how I viewed productivity and business in general. So there were fundamental beliefs that were affecting my money and that were affecting my productivity and and the work that I did with her and the strategies that I you know I use with her and then with other coaches that I worked with and the books that I read and the inner work that I did was all about going to those those core beliefs right that affect every part of of our business of our lives our finances and I'm still working on this I'm 100% not perfect at this but just going going to the core of those beliefs and and so much of it is worthiness and worthiness around what work justifies certain results and we've been told by society and by so much of the personal development world as well and personal finance so many things we're told to be perfectly consistent right perfectly consistent in that have a perfect morning routine and have certain actions just decide the actions that you need to take on a daily basis and repeat day in and day out until you get results. It's a very masculine approach. And for most women, it doesn't work. For most women, especially I'm sure for men, it doesn't, for a few men, it won't either. And maybe for some women, it does. This is, I'm generalizing here. But for those of us who uh, thrive off of feminine energy, it doesn't, it doesn't work. It gets to a point where we either get bored or burnt out or simply our hormones get in the way because our hormones affect so much about how we feel emotionally and how we view risk and how creative we are, all these things. So how can you be perfectly consistent during an average four-week cycle when you have inconsistent resources to work with, right? It doesn't work that way. So in, instead of trying to be consistent with inconsistent resources and not saying it's impossible, how about you just work out when you're going to have different resources and sync 
the things that you need to do with those resources. So you're optimizing things and you also feel it's easier because if you're, if you're trying to be consistent and do things, the same things day in and day out, it's an uphill battle. It's a, it's a battle against yourself. And it, it implies this massive lack of self-awareness as well, that you're, it doesn't make sense to expect consistent results when you don't know where you are, how you're feeling, what where you're best going to serve that particular day. So in the same way that you probably wouldn't set a meeting at 3 a.m., right? You wouldn't set a meeting at 3 a.m. because you know, you know you have a daily cycle and that daily cycle involves hours of sleep. And during those hours of sleep, you're not particularly suited to meetings. I'm not saying you could do them. You could probably do a meeting if you set it at 3 a.m. If you really wanted to, you could set your alarm, you could get up, you could do your meeting. I'm not saying you couldn't, but what would that do to the rest of your day? You know, it's interesting you say that because the first thing that comes to my mind is I have a voice student that I have at 7 p.m. And it's really funny. It's kind of like our compromise at 7 p.m. at night because he is a night owl and I work in the day and he's my last student. And I never take anything usually past that time. But I noticed in the winter... I would get exhausted because his actual lesson in the winter was 7.30 to 8.30. By 8.30, I was done. I was like, I'm done, you know, because I would get up early in the morning. I would have all my really good energy in the morning. I would be productive. And then I'm, you know, holding off until 7.30 to actually hold, hold one more lesson and then feeling so exhausted and depleted, even though... He's a great kid. I love teaching him. Uh, it's nothing about, you know, whether or not, you know, I want to be teaching him. It's a, it's really just my own level of energy at that time is very, very low. And I've even noticed, uh, you know, because we've talked before, I did a launch. Well, I did a couple launches in a row. The people who listen to my podcast, they know that I just kind of like tell the things as I go. But I did three launches this this summer. And launch number one was, was a kind of an organic type feel. I filled the group with eight women. It was amazing. And then the next one was following it right after, right at the end. And I filled it with six and it was, again, it was really good. Got to third launch. I'm exhausted. I have now launched two different groups. I have spent a lot of time just doing that. But here's what happened. I got into a scarcity mindset. I got into, I need to get this done. You know, we're on a roll. I should just do it. You know, it makes sense. And everything on paper that would say, okay, we'll launch during this time. And I looked at the calendar as far as like the dates and will it match up for holidays and all these kinds of things. And I decided I was going to launch. Well, I'm not sure what's going to happen. We still carts open for another week, but I don't have a person in it. Not one. And the first two sold out right away. And the third did not. And, you know, so of course, my my first inclination is to sit back and go, okay, I could easily go into that scarcity mindset again. But I also realize I'm like, okay, I'm obviously what I'm putting out is is not I'm not energetically aligned with it. And I feel like I wasn't paying attention to working in my masculine and feminine energy in a way that would serve me best. And so here I am thinking, oh, no, 
what have I done and what am I going to do now? And I'm, and I'm at this like kind of crossroads, honestly, where I'm like, okay, like I don't want to not learn the lesson. I feel like the lesson is actually more important than anything at this point for me to go, how do I operate optimally as best as I can really in my own business when I'm, you know, trying to think about my cycle, my masculine and feminine energy, and, you know, especially as entrepreneurs, when we're launching programs, or we're working with clients, or we're, for me, recording podcasts, or speaking events, all sorts of things. Like, how do we, where do we even begin? I mean, I know that's a loaded question, but that's kind of where I'm at. So I'll just leave it with you. <laughs> so I think a good place to start would be just to start with that self-awareness of, you're telling me or you're expressing a vision of what you would like it to to feel like, to look like and to feel like. And first of all, you need to know like where you are. Okay, so where are you right now? What strategies focus on the positive and celebrating the positive? What strategies do you have that you're doing really well, right? Which And you probably have those, you'll have a few that are masculine and feminine too there. So I would start with like an inventory of what's going well, what do I feel is missing? And then an exploration. It's not something somebody can can tell you. It's something that you need to experience for yourself because it is different for everyone. You can obviously have guidance during the process of somebody suggesting and helping you evaluate. And this, that's what I do with my clients when I, I coach them as they navigate this in their businesses. But it is a case of, okay, so if I identify that there are certain business activities that are draining me, first of all, do I need to do them? Do they need to be done? And if so, do I need to do them? And if that's the case, then what would it look like for this activity to be in the feminine and not the masculine? Or what would it look like for this activity to be pleasurable? And sometimes it can be something as simple as a ritual you do before the activity or where you do the activity or even what playlist you have on during the activity. These are, these are all little simple things. Really? Yeah. So like you can like say, okay, like if this is something that right now I know I need to be doing or then I can switch up something about it to like maybe put me in a different energetic space to hold that. Yeah, sure. So for example, what um, do you have any activities in mind that you're you're thinking of right now? Emails are still a big part of what I do, writing, doing the copy. And I find for that particular task, I'm either in the, the flow in the zone or I am not. And it's like I, I, can, I can know right away if it's like, oh, yeah, it's coming. Type, 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 type. I can do three emails and, like, and just bang them out. Or I could sit there for an hour and go, what the heck am I going to write? I should have bought the copy cure from Marie Forleo, <laughs> you know, like go through the list of like things that I, you know, like I should have bought that. That probably would have helped me. But I think that I, like you said, being self-aware and taking inventory of those times that I have had success in a way that feels really good, like for writing emails, it's like, oh, well, when did I write them? What was, what time of day was it? You know, what was, where was I? Yeah, where was I in my cycle? What was playing? Uh, I never thought of any of that, to be honest with you. All of that is going to influence how creative you feel. And and I'd also add just if if you know, if you, because you already know before you sit down, you, you know, I'm going to sit here for an hour and 
anything I write is because you already know you can already feel it in your body when you're not in that right flow state. And there's nothing wrong with that. So a do not beat yourself up over it and B don't even try. Like it's more productive at that stage. Go for a bike ride, like go for a walk, go buy yourself flowers, um, go dance for 15 minutes, call a friend. And you never know, maybe within 10 minutes of that, you'll actually be on your bike riding. Okay. I need to stop because I'm like going through these fields and I realize that I know what I want to tell my community. And you write down a couple of things in your phone. That's going to make it easier for you next time you sit down. Like, okay, I already know what I want to write about. Or you talk to your friend and, and you know what, maybe the hour passes and you don't write anything. You don't get out of that, that energy state. But if you leverage the times that you are naturally in that energy state the most, then it's not going to matter the times that you're not because you'll have produced enough content, enough emails, you'll have written enough emails in the times that you were naturally in that state or that you did things to get you in that state. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Because then I also feel like even yesterday, I went in the morning because, you know, I was dealing with this whole launch thing and thinking, okay, we've got a week left before car closes. And it's Thanksgiving Day here in Canada. And I'm going through all this in my mind. So I sat down and I one of the things I wrote down in my journal was today, I really want to be a powerful creator and co-create beautiful things in my life. And where most of Canada was taking the day off yesterday, I had things scheduled. I had a podcast recording. I had two connection calls. And it was fine because I was feeling good. I was like, you know, I was in the right. I I blew through those calls and was like, oh, this is great. I had enough energy for the things I needed to do. I went and had a beautiful dinner at my aunt's house and had some great family time. And at the end of the day, I remember thinking to myself, you know, this is what I want it to feel like all the time or as many days as I can, where it feels like I, and one of the things I did, and I even did this this morning already, is I left my phone upstairs. And I have my my Apple Watch, which, you know, if I need, you know, something right away, and somebody needs to get a hold of me. But other than that, I'm like, I don't have the distractions of getting onto social media, you know, sitting after something and scrolling and, you know, shifting my energy by checking something. I can stay in that flow state and accomplish the thing that I want to accomplish without consistently going back and forth, you know, in and out of different things where I'm like, I don't need to post on social media right now. I can post on social media when I'm feeling it and I need to. I don't need just to be looking at it and like having almost like energy leaks and just draining my energy. So I really kind of feel like that coupled with knowing what my cycle is, will be helpful. But one of the things I do want to ask you, because we talked about this last time, and I'm super interested, is you talk about it in seasons. And you talk about your cycle in seasons. And, and I'd love for you just to tell us about like, what does that mean when you're looking at your cycle? And the other thing you said, which I still have thought about lots, is that it doesn't necessarily pertain to men and women and it's it pertains to how you identify because some you know whether you are male or female biologically you can identify certain way and have that energy so can you talk a bit about both those things sure 
Okay, so I'll start with the seasons. The reason I like to talk about it in terms of seasons is that many people, when you think about when you first hear cycle syncing, you probably think, oh, my cycle is three to five days that I get my period, right? And that's and that's it. But the cycle is 28-day on average cycle where you have four distinct stages, like the four seasons of of the of the year, of the weather. So and they actually bear similarities in the the characteristics they have in the way that we go through them. So I'll go through the four seasons just briefly so that you understand what what I mean. And I am going to relate this to the biological side of this because for those of us who work with our cycles in this regard, we're not just working, you know, with our feminine energy, we are also working directly with our hormones because our hormones affects how we feel about things and how we view things. So we have your winter, which is when you get your period. And it's a time for resting, for hibernation. It's a time with increased intuition where we can tap into different gifts, like being able to evaluate things in a different way. It's not a time for taking action, but it can be a time to to have some life-changing reflections about your life and your business. Then you have your spring. After winter comes the spring. So there's that new beginning, that kind of energy where things are starting to speed up, to warm up a little bit. You have more energy. It's a great time to learn new things, to start new things, to set new sessions, to set new goals. Then you have your summer, which is a great time for enjoying and for communicating and for really being in that kind of outward energy with your clients and with your team and with your community, with the world. It's when biologically you are, you're ovulating. Okay. So if you are a woman who ovulates, your body is saying, hi, I'm ready. And that comes through in different ways, right? That comes through in the way you talk. There've been studies and that show that women even walk in a way that men find that heterosexual men will find more attractive during this time and that even that our, our faces are more symmetrical or more attractive and I, I do not know how that works do not ask me but basically <laughs> more attractive during this time and that's not something you know unless you are looking to being pregnant and that's great but if you're not if you are just looking to move forward in your business you can use these this magnetism uh, of the summer to to make leaps in your business or in your life. Then comes the fall, which is a little bit of a longer season for, it's a longer season and it's a season for getting into the nitty gritty of things, for attention to details, for actually following through on all the intentions and goals that you set. And for, it has a different sort of creativity. You have different sorts of creativity. I mean, creativity is feminine energy in a very pure form, but it, it comes in different kinds of ways during, during this time. The Creativity comes through in spring. It's more of like an ideas kind of thing. It's not a following through creativity. And in your fall, you've got more of a following through kind of creativity. I would suspect that, for example, if you're writing emails, then your early fall is a great time for that. And then you're back to your winter. So those those are the the four seasons that that we go through every month. And that we can really, if we lean into them and look for ways of embodying them, we can really leverage those superpowers that are available to us in each season. Yeah, that's really fascinating. Yeah. So how does it work with the, you know, with men and women then in that that context? Okay, sure. So in what, what what I've been referring to is a very much a hormonal context. Okay. If you are a woman who does not have that hormonal cycle, because of menopause or because you, you just don't have it or even birth control, birth control, hormonal birth control 
i.e. the pill, affects the cycle because essentially it stops ovulation, okay? So if for any reason you do not have the cycle, feminine energy still has the cycle because essentially it's a cycle of creation, right? It's, it's a very natural cycle. I have a client who does not have a, a period that she, she identifies as a woman. What we do is we work with the moon. So many, many ancient cultures and even a few studies have shown that we're, we're somehow linked to the moon. I think it's something that we, we haven't yet understood, but it, it's there. And it's, it's there if for other species in the animal kingdom as well that the moon affects their fertility and things. So it's, there's, there's a connection there and leveraging that. So leveraging you know new moon intentions and rituals for the full moon and all these things can help. That's, that's how I usually work with people who do not have that period. I haven't worked with men on their feminine energy cycle at all. I'm just here at the top of my head. If a man maybe does identify more with feminine energy than with with masculine energy, then it, again, you can either take the moon approach or you can take the really diving into that self-awareness approach. If you really dive into that self-awareness and start tracking how you feel every day for like three to six months, you might see patterns right? You might see patterns, you might see these seasons without even noticing. And then you just might know for yourself, like I have a spring that's 10 days long, and then I have a summer that's five days long. And you, ha- you, you might be able to see patterns in here. And that's what I would suspect if you are kind of looking to use that feminine energy that you, you'd see it that way. However, I do believe that, that a lot of men and a lot of people will thrive more of that masculine approach off of that, you know, day in, day out consistency approach, if, especially if you are a man who who has a male permanent cycle, you have that testosterone high in the morning, just gradually increases throughout the day, then you might thrive off more just going with that biological imperative that you have in your body. Hmm. It's so fascinating to, to think about how different biologically men, you know, in their cycle, their 24 hour cycle, versus our female 28-day cycle is so different because once I started to learn about this, and I mean, obviously, I feel like I'm just like, you know, scratching the surface, even with this conversation, but, you know, thinking about how we are functioning in a world that is very built for men, you know, especially if you have a job and you work outside the home, you know, is built for, for men to thrive and women not as much. And so it's really interesting to think about how we can become more self-aware and and start learning our bodies and listening and being a little bit more intuitive to what our body is telling us. And, and even for me, it took, even after having a conversation with you, it took an instance in my life for me to kind of get to the end and be like, okay, this is really just not working. And for me to go, okay, I need to slow this down. And I really need to start listening because I think that if I listen to my body and become a little bit more self-aware, I will know when the right times to do different things will be for me, you know, to help. Um, And it's like, I think you've said this before, but maybe not today, but it's like, there's some things we just know we, we do do on an everyday basis like those are things that we we do we get done we you know if you have a family you feed your kids you know like there's certain things that just have to happen but but there are a lot of other things where you know especially when it involves creativity and that really can be best served when we understand our bodies sure or even for the things that we have to do every day you said the example of feeding our kids what if you meal prep when you have more energy you know there's going to be a week where you are 
going to be more tired? Can you make meals in prison? Is it, I mean, there's, it's not going to be a way for everything. You cannot, you know, batch brushing your teeth, for example, and I'm not suggesting that. There are definitely ways that we can get creative, even with the things that we, we feel that we have to do every day. And I, I invite you to ask yourself, do I really, or is there a way that I can make this easier myself when I know that it's not going to be easy for me? Is there a way, is there any way that I can ask for support or is there any way, how can I set this up differently? So I think we're, we sometimes got stuck in, in boxes of how things have always been set up or how we've always done them or how everyone else, quote unquote, does them. And just, you know, taking a step back and asking yourself like, okay, first of all, that self-awareness. And then is there another way that I could achieve the same or even a better result without having to do this without working against myself. Now, uh, one question, you know, especially for women who are working in teams. So if you have someone that works for you and, you know, you're doing a launch or whatever and say you've got a, an OBM and, you know, they're in the one part of their cycle where, you know, like, how does that work? Like, how do you try to like navigate working with other women when you're cycling and you're... Sure. So it's interesting. I think there was one point where... I literally synced up with 80% of my clients and my team. It's funny how even women who are working remotely end up syncing up. We're also synced up with the moon. That's something super interesting that happens when you're, when you're like in a specific type of alignment. So, so I guess I've, I've been mostly lucky in that regard that I've been fairly synced up with the woman that I work with, both my clients and my team. But let's just take the hypothetical scenario that you're on like completely different schedules. Your OBM is, you know, she is ovulating whilst you're on your period and vice versa. Um, so when you most need her support, because you're in that outwards launch kind of mode, she's in that rest mode. Okay. So there, I think it really is just about planning ahead. Okay. So planning ahead and making sure that, that you have other people in place for things that are most important in the case that you, that you are asking your OBM to, to work in those days, you don't have a choice. You know, these are things that cannot be prepared in advance. These are things that cannot be done better than well. Then it's how do you up that self care? So that, that person is ready to give, hundred percent on those few tasks that cannot be, that cannot be moved. Okay. So how do you make sure that that person, how does that person make sure so at the end, it's, it's a personal responsibility. How does that person make sure that she's taken care of both before and after that extra self-care, that extra, like I'm taking naps or I'm resting, I'm doing the things that fill my cup so that when I do show up for those few things that you need from me on these days, then I will be there hundred percent. So it's a lot of having conversations, right? Like it's because I mean, this I would indicate to me that there's a lot of conversation around our periods and talking about, you know, things that we've not always talked about really openly. Because I mean, if you know you're synced up with your clients and people you work with, well, obviously then you're having conversations about that with them because they're your clients. But, you know, like, especially I'm thinking like, I don't know, I'm like, I don't know if I'm synced up with people you know, I know that when I spend time with people a lot, with women a lot, but one of the things you said really piqued my curiosity. And you said syncing up with the moon and, but that's almost like a, and then you, and I can't remember the word you use, but can you talk a little bit about that? Like, how do you sync up the moon? How did you know you're synced up with the moon? Okay. So 
back when we lived in smaller in small tribes like 150 people and we were also very connected we didn't have this artificial light and everything most women would sync up their periods with the moon like accident they didn't mean to obviously they didn't say hey let's sync up with the moon but naturally they would find that they were bleeding either on the full moon or the new moon as you know the, the moon has 28 day cycles so thanks I can't remember it was 28 point something, 27.4. It's not exactly 28. Otherwise, it would always be a full moon on the same day of the week. It's not exactly 28. It's it's something point something around 28. And the average female cycle is also 28 days. And we would sync up with the moon in a natural way. And get this, right? Women would, for those days, in many tribes, they would go into a tent and they would just have, be on their periods together. And they would use that time to really like let go, okay? So they would like leave the men to do their thing and they would they would let go. They would use that time to like cleanse and do different kind of rituals around their period, all these things. And interestingly, the so some women would sync up with the other moon. So if you didn't sync up with the full moon, you'd sync up with the new moon and they would be the woman who would take care of the others, right? So during that time. So there's also benefits like we were saying right now. So if you're if you're on your period when your OBM is ovulating or vice versa, it's also I'm, I'm going to take care of you and then you're going to take care of me kind of thing that used to exist in times with with these tribes. The moon and the period and it's it's interesting that many women affectionately call their period their moon because there's there's definitely some sort of relationship there. I'm not I don't know what it is. I think it would be super interesting if science, you know, decided to study it more. But yeah, it's it's interesting. And I do think there's one study that shows that when women are more connected to nature and have less artificial light and live in place with less artificial light, that's when they most start to sync up with the moon. So fascinating. That and now I'm gonna totally like pull my app out afterwards and see where I'm at. Get so get this app called Stardust. And I recommend this app. It's a great app. It's called Stardust. And it um, it's kind of a cycle tracker and also tracks the moon. So you go into it and it tells you where you are kind of hormone-wise. And it tells you where the moon is as well. So I highly recommend that. Okay. That, you know, because even I've noticed, like, as I pay more attention to my body, like in the summertime, like here in Canada, I'm in the northern part of Ontario. So it's lighter longer. 5.30 a.m. it's light and 10 it's still light but then the sun goes down and I notice that like I wake up right with the light I'm up whereas now right now it's like seven o'clock and I used to like set my alarm and be like okay I'm going to still get up at 5.30 in the winter and it's not like I can't get up in the morning I'm a morning person but I have let myself sleep until I wake up Instead of making, and it's been really interesting because I notice even with the the light and dark, how my body is if I don't manipulate it, and I'm doing it mostly just to see like what happens if I'm just letting my body, you know, when I'm tired I go to bed, you know, and when I wake up I wake up, and just being being more aware because. If I do want to have a life that I really, really love and I want to create a business and a life I love, I want to do it feeling really good and I want to do it feeling energetic and I want to feel like feel all the amazing things that life has to offer and also do it in a way that, you know, I can support myself financially because I'm productive in the, the moments I need to be most productive. And, and I think that 
as women is something that if we pay more attention to, then we will have have a better understanding about how we can do that and not just operating fully, full on masculine energy. Like, as you said before, so, so fascinating. I think we, there's so much more we can talk about and really even continuing to dive into this work. How do people work with you? Like, how does that work? So let us know. Sure. Can I just add one more thing that came to mind whilst you were saying that? Absolutely. Because I, I totally resonate with you there that you want to feel good on the journey. And it's so important because how you feel during the journey and in the process is how you're going to feel when you get to the result. So sometimes we tell ourselves that we're going to feel better when we achieve X or Y or Z or whatever. And that's not the case. Like those, when people talk about having reached certain goals and that they weren't as satisfying as they were expecting them to be, I'm willing to bet in most of those cases that they didn't enjoy the process of getting there. I think it's amazing. I think it's, it's beautiful that you are prioritizing that because that's going to mean that when you get there, it's, it's going to feel, it's going to feel great. If you feel great during the process, it's going to feel great when you get there. Just wanted to add that in because I totally resonate with that. I love that. Thank you for adding that. And yeah, and that's mainly, you know, this is what I help my clients with. You can find me on Instagram. Um, my handle is melissa.r.j. You can go to my website, melissarj.com. And yeah, at the moment, I do have spots for one-on-one cycle syncing business coaching. So whether you just want to incorporate this into your business or you have a launch coming up and you want, you know, this strategy in your launch as well, I, I do have a marketing agency. So I love combining these things, cycles and, and marketing for launches. I absolutely love that. And I do have spots available for, for one-on-one coaching or for that. So just, just get in touch and we can hop on a call. Well, thank you so much. Like this is, it's fascinating, super fascinating. And I hope that we can talk again and, you know, learn more. And even as you're working with more clients and you find out more information and please come back and continue to share because this is super, super fascinating. So thank you. Thank you. I loved, loved joining you again, Andrea. Okay. Wow. I never thought that I would be talking about my period on the courage cast. It's not something that was in (laughs) my mind at all, but here we are. This is where we are now. And I'm so glad that I did. And honestly, friends, like this has really been a game changer for me because I have spent the past probably several weeks since I talked to Melissa, writing down how I feel every single day what my cravings are, how I'm feeling, do I feel creative? I mean, some days I forget and I, you know, just keep picking up the next day and start writing it out. But it's really made a difference because I'm being more aware and conscious of like how creative I feel or do I have energy or when do I have energy when the times in the day I have energy and it's really making a difference in what I'm doing and how productive I am because I feel an ease and flow in different times depending on how my body is working. So I wanna encourage you that if this is something you're really interested in, please connect with Melissa because she would help you to go through that process of discovering how you can start tracking your cycle to work with your business and your flow. And I will leave all of her links in the show notes. And so you can get a hold of her. 
Before you go today, friends, I have an exciting thing that I want to share with you as well. You know, I have just created a brand new text community and I would love to invite you to join. You know what? So often we can feel discouraged and not take those steps of courage and bravery in our own lives. And so I want to encourage you every single week through a couple of text messages. And so if you want to join my text community and receive encouragement, how to create intentions for your life, and even some guided meditations along the way, I want you to go ahead and text me at 647-424-2429. And I will leave that link as well in the show notes for you so you can have it and you can text me the word courage and we'll be able to connect with one another there. Until next time, remember you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of The Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review, and while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crilly.